0: Hey, everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward.
1: Thank you and enjoy. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey
0: everybody, how you guys doing? Charles here, and welcome to another great show on the Jump Podcast. Now, if this is your first time, thank you for listening. The show is all about me finding interesting guests around the world, find out what they're doing, what they've been up to. I believe everybody has a story, and I think this story will inspire you. And that's what I want to do. I want to inspire you to take that chance and jump. Stay tuned. Let's go.
2: You know you should be doing something different, right? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do you believe that you have the gift for greatness or have a special talent, but don't have the courage to take that next step? Always wondering how others made it look so easy? Well, welcome to Jump, the show that will bring you special guests just like you and me. How did they get the courage to jump into greatness? Doing what they love and living the good life. So get ready to jump with your host, Charles Matthews, Jr.,
0: yes 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 how are you doing and i'm really excited to talk to my next guest um checking out his bio seeing what he's done he's done a lot of great things but i think the most thing i'm more excited to hear is the story i want to hear the story how everything got started so let's not keep him waiting let's not keep you waiting ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show
3: kuda how are you doing my friend (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm doing wonderful. I feel blessed to be alive, and um, I'm honored to be on your show. Oh
0: well, listen, I, I checked out your bio. You, you're doing some great things. But before we tell everybody what's up with you, who are
3: you? Let's get some background. Where, where are you born? Where are you from? I'm from the motherland, right next to Wakanda. That's where I'm from. <laughs> Uh I'm from Zimbabwe. I was born and raised in Harare. So it's in Southern Africa, right next to South Africa. Um, you know, for, for, for those of you who struggle with a little bit of the geography, but uh, it's a nice, beautiful country and, um, you know, has one of the eight wonders of the world, which is uh, Victoria Falls.
0: So then growing up, what did you want to be? Like, you know, having fun, joking around. But at one point when you're a young man growing up, did you say, oh, I wanted to be this?
3: Yeah, I, I, I wanted to be many things. Um, I wanted to be a businessman and I also wanted to be a pilot. I think those were the uh, two consistent dreams that I had. Um, and when I actually came to college in the U.S., I actually double majored in aviation and business. So you know those those were my dreams, and you know I knew that flying was going to be something I'll do recreationally, but really entrepreneurship was really going to be the the bread and butter.
0: So you're telling me if I need if we need to fly back somewhere, I you got me then.
3: Uh, it depends on what plane, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, listen, I trust you, so you know you you pick the plane. We we got this, right?
3: Yeah. So <clears throat> I still have a little bit of ways to go to uh, get certification on, on the jets and, and things like that. I, I did the program, but I never fully finished it. But I know a little bit more than the average person. So I think uh, if it's you and me, I probably have uh, a better shot uh, in the cockpit than, than you.
0: <laughs> that, listen, that's listen. As long as I got my backpack going and we're ready to jump, then that's all that matters. So tell us about your story. How did how did this entrepreneur start?
3: Well, it really started out of necessity, right? They say necessity is the mother of invention. So when I was nine years old, um, I had a need, and that need was ice cream. Um, <laughs> I I went to my mom and I said, "Hey, uh, can you give me a dollar for for an ice cream?" And I'd been naughty that morning, you know, so. She wanted to discipline me and she said no. And um, for me, it bothered me a lot because in my mind, I'm like, how can one person dictate my ice cream destiny? And um, (laughs) I decided to uh, do something about it. And the quickest thing I could think about was like, hey, let me just go to my neighbor and see if I can clean their windows because they were pretty dirty. And she said, yeah. And I, you know, cleaned the windows, made five bucks. The next day, went to another neighbor, made another five bucks. And I'm like, wow, I could really do this, you know? But I hated cleaning windows. So I I, I went to a couple of my friends and I'm like, hey, I'll do the selling, you do the cleaning. Let's form a partnership. And they were like, yeah, because they didn't have any money. They wanted ice cream too. So we started our small little business and spent the entire summer doing that. I think we probably cleaned like 25 window uh, houses, um, you know, So, so that was the business I started and, you know, I got hooked because I found how liberating entrepreneurship is, right? You give value to the marketplace and the marketplace rewards you. And, you know, now I had my own little bank account with um, money that I could do whatever I wanted to do with.
0: So here's, here's the main question everybody's asking right now. I could see everybody saying, Charles, ask him the question. So I'm going to ask you, Mm -hmm. what flavor was the ice cream that you wanted so bad? (laughs)
3: It was actually uh, a Ninja Turtle ice cream, um, Michelangelo. Uh, they had this like um, Ninja Turtle ice cream back in the days. I don't know if they had them in America, but they had them in Zimbabwe. And I obviously used to watch, you know, uh, the Ninja Turtles on, on TV. So that was kind of like my go-to. And, and it was blue, uh, if I remember correctly. And, and it kind of like tasted like, you know, bubblegum flavor. But um, on a hot uh, summer day in Sub-Saharan Africa those would go out those would go down really smooth you know so, uh, so that that was my thing
0: so from from your mom telling you no to the ice cream you became an entrepreneur
3: yeah yeah that's that's how it happened i wish i had a more interesting story to share but it literally was the inspiration um that got me into into entrepreneurship
0: and have you ever sat down with her and talked about that story
3: Um, we have when I was younger, but not like in recent times, but, um, you know, obviously when I was growing up, it became a thing because she would complain, uh, because I used her cleaning supplies to start the business (laughs) and I didn't, I I didn't ask her for them. So now we, you know, we would get into this conversation of like, well, you actually have to pay me for the supplies. You know, you are going around cleaning people's windows with, you know, with, with on my expense. Right. So you know, she kind of like chuckles about that. But uh, other than that, you know, she I think she was proud that I actually did that.
0: Okay, so then how did growing up doing that turn into what you're doing now?
3: Yeah, I think it's kind of like, if you think about when you lay a seed, right, you lay a seed, you give it time, it grows. Um, So for me, that experience showed me what could be done. A lot of people sometimes might have an an idea and they don't want to move forward because they didn't have the experience of what you know entrepreneurship could really do and doing it at such an early stage enabled me to overcome a lot of fears right a lot of people have self doubt around starting a business but because I started it so young and you know I was able to kind of like see like hey you can be resourceful Um, and made it work, I think it enabled me not to be afraid when I wanted to start my second business. Because a lot of people at times, they look at the resources or the lack thereof, right? And when you look um, at your bank account and you have this business idea, but you don't have any money in the bank, you might actually stop pursuing that because you're looking at the resources. But in business, you'll find even the best of the best, the Jeff Bezos of the world, Um, they look beyond just the resources and uh, look into being resourceful. So when I was in college, and now this is when I was in America, when I was in uni, um, I I decided to start my second business, which was a clothing line, an Afrocentric clothing line. But when I looked into the bank account, I was a poor college student, probably at 150 bucks. And I needed to save that, you know, for my toothpaste, you know, phone calls and, and things like that. So I couldn't use that. So what I decided to do was become resourceful. So I went to the uh, t-shirt manufacturer and I said to him, listen, um, I have this idea. And um, I showed him my plan. And the plan was we were going to create a social conscious brand where we would donate 20% of the profits to educate kids in Africa. Because having grown up in Zimbabwe, I had seen firsthand the struggles that a lot of uh, children face in developing countries. And it really resonated with him. And my pitch to him was, hey, print this first batch of shirts and give me 30 days to pay. Because I don't have the resources, but I have the passion, I have the drive, and all the other ingredients to to make it happen. But if you believe in me, for you, it's something really, really small, right? It's like a $1,000 order. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's life-changing, And I don't know if it was the pitch or if he felt pity, Um, you know, to say like, oh, this poor African college student. But he said yes. And that's all I needed. And on day 28, I was back in his office with his check. I had sold enough T-shirts to pay him. And that's how we got the business started. So again, back to my story around, you know, don't really look always at the resources they are important don't get me wrong but there are certain things that you could do by being resourceful getting a business partner looking into ways where you can eliminate risk doing a pre-launch campaign where you actually don't even have the product and you launch and you get the resources and you you launch like a kickstarter campaign and so forth and so forth so there's so many different things that you could do to get started but you just need to think beyond what you can see, right? And, okay. And yeah.
0: So you don't, you don't know how giddy I am right now listening to you say all these things because that's what the show is all about. Not taking action, jump. And you just said so many different ways that somebody can get started with no excuses. I think you touched mm-hmm. down like four of them. So, like, I'm, I'm so, ex- I'm like, I'm giddy trying to, trying to get all these down so we can talk about it. So let's talk about this one first. I want to talk about how you started as a young, man can we touch on don't you feel that we need to push more young teens young people to do an open business first any type of business stay with us we'll be right back stop are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to Proactive Marketing Mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic.
3: Yeah, I think there's 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 a lot to talk about there because I think number one the education curriculum the way it's set up right now it's set up to teach people to be managers to to work for people they don't necessarily teach you how to create. So I think for parents it's it's really up to you to to make sure you're not just relying on the education system but you yourself are also providing extracurricular activities to your you know to your children i.e. teaching them how to start a business, right. um, teaching them how to manage money, like all these different things that they just need to learn about. Because if you leave it for the marketplace to, to teach them, they're going to teach them things around consumerism and about working for others. So I think there's, there's a lot there that people can learn. But we also live in a day and age where the information is accessible, right? If you go on YouTube, you can learn so many different skills for free yes. just you just need your time yes um and and you know you you can then take action that way so so i think we we live in a, in a in a in an age where it it really comes down to the person are you willing to quote unquote jump in order to dunk right and you know it, it all comes down to to the individual as well as the people around them to, to, to help them uh, get moving. But I do agree, I think a lot can be done to to, to change, um, you know, people's mindsets.
0: Yeah, I always believe that uh, we should be pushing our young, young people to learn about the value of being your own boss. I don't care if it's, you know, on the weekends going out there and selling lemonade or doing something as your first job or writing a small book or doing something, but show mm-hmm. them the value that they get from being their own boss and seeing that first money coming in from their product. How does that make them feel when they sell a product like what you did? How does that product make them feel? But let's go to the next level. Now you talked about, okay, you don't have the money, but there's other ways to jump and get started. Like you said, (laughs) there's other resources. You talked on finding a partnership. You talked about, Mm -hmm. you know, other loans and you can do things. Let's touch on, you know, working with others in the partnership. Let's talk about that.
1: Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. That's
3: that's a interesting one, um, mainly because a partnership is a marriage. So basically, I uh, are saying like, hey, who is my business spouse, if you want to <laughs> put it that way. Uh, but partnerships are essential because one thing I think everybody can agree is that we're not good at everything. We all have certain unique gifts that we're good at, right? So you need to find your yang for your yin, right? Because it's kind of like yin and yang. And sometimes it could be multiple partners and sometimes it could be one. But the whole thought process about finding a partner is to find someone who complements you um, in order for you to, to achieve the goal. So, so think about a team, right? That had just all point guards. So no centers, you know, n- nothing else. Just point guards, right? Like you won't really win uh, a, a title because you just have one type of characteristic or personality within, within the team. Um, when you're building a business, you need diverse thinking. You want people who assess risk differently, who see blind spots that you don't see and who are good at other things. If, you, if, you're, if math, for example, is your zone of genius. Uh, but you're not really into the operational stuff, then you're not really going to succeed because you need everything chiming in to, to, to make your business grow. So I think it's super important for you to just have number one, self-awareness about your own strengths and all your, your own weaknesses, and then identify a partner who is equally yoked in terms of passion and 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 desire and hunger, but has a skill set that you don't have because now you become stronger. So then it's one plus one equals 11 versus one plus one equals two.
0: I I, I love that analogy for all the brothers out there. They got it automatically because you're right. You know, who's, who's going to take the ball? You have four, five guards on the court. Who's going to take that shot? Who's going to dribble? Like there's too many people doing the same thing. We need to open up our minds and bring other people in that have different ideas that have a different mm-hmm. way of thinking. So I do like that. question that everybody is saying is they're scared. You touched on being, you know, it's a, it's a scary thing to, to, to start. Talk about, yep. talk about the fear of being your own boss.
3: Well, I actually write a lot about that in my book, uh, The Spear Method, uh, Five Simple Steps to Balance Success and Fulfillment. So it all starts off with mindset. Mindset is everything. So if you think about your brain, right, your brain is wired for survival. That's what your brain is wired for, to just survive. Starting a business and doing all these other things, that's thriving. That's outside of the brain's comfort zone. So what you need to do is you need to come up with a process where you are becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? And in my book, I talk about a process that I call conscious risk-taking. So what conscious risk-taking is, is you consciously taking a risk when you know that, hey, this is risky, but then you do it. So I'm not talking about going on I-95 or driving on the highway and driving 200 miles per hour. That's, you know, thoughtless risk-taking right there because you could die, Right. But what I'm talking about is that, let's say you're in the gym and you're working out and, you know, your goal was to run three miles and then you hit the three mile mark and you say like, you know what, I'm going to go the extra mile, right? I'm going to consciously put my body in, 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 a, in a state where I'm doing beyond what I had set out to do or outside of my comfort zone because it's a muscle, right? So the more you build that resilience muscle over time, the less and less you become scared, when you now face these uh, quote-unquote scary situations. And the thing about situations that make people scared, these are just things that you just frame up in your mind. Like, what are you being afraid of in business? Like, what's scary? Like, if you go and try and you fail, and then what, right? It's a, it's a learning experience. You just need to frame it in your mind that, hey, I've learned a lesson versus to say, like, oh, this is the end of the world. I'm never going to recover from this. No. A lot of the most successful people have failed the most times. And you look at uh, the guy who invented the light bulb, right? He did 10,000 experiments, right? Before the light bulb came about. It's all about mindset. He just kept looking at it and saying like, hey, I found another way not to do it. He wasn't looking at it saying like, oh, I failed, I failed, I failed. So being able to just have that positive mindset um, will actually lead you to success, and you actually need to be comfortable with with failing because that's how you're going to learn what not to do, and then through trial and error, you then figure out what to do.
0: So I'm reading parts of your book, and it says I- identify your why so you can have clarity and purpose to move forward. Correct. But what's the why?
3: It's it's subjective. Your why is different than my why, right? Because we are all created with uh, a different purpose, a different um, why for us to to do on this earth, right? So for for me, for example, my purpose or my why is to create businesses that um, enable me to make the impact that I want to make. The two things I'm really passionate about is education and hunger. So any business that I create, I create it with a mindset of like, hey, I want this business to be super successful Because then I will have the resources to go educate a million people and to go feed a million people. So that is my why. So any decision that I make, I use that why as the filter, right? Because a lot of people, what ends up happening is that they don't have a filter to help them say no. So if someone comes up with the next shiniest object idea, they say yes to it because they're just chasing money and whatever, and they don't have that thing that centers them and enables them to say like, hey, your purpose, your why is this. And it's different from everybody. And that's the beautiful thing about it because then once you know it, it can set you in the right direction. So think about your life as a plane ride, right? And you're the captain pilot for for, for, for your plane. And then you get into the cockpit and you don't know what destination you have to go to, right? You need to take that uh, time in really thinking through and asking questions. What's my purpose? What's my why? What are the things that I love to do? What are the things that get me excited? And then once you know that, then you know your destination. And then once you know the destination, you can plan how to get to that destination, right? So that's why it's important for you to actually do that as the first step. So in the Spear method that I talk about in my book, that's the first um, stage, which is seek your why, seek your purpose, um, and then the second one is planning, uh, followed by execution. Because if you seek your purpose, if you plan, but don't execute, then it doesn't it doesn't, doesn't help. Doesn't fall into place. Exactly, and I like to say that the three most important days in life are the days are the the, the day you're born, the day you find out your why, but. Each day you act on your why, because it's super important for you to 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 be acting right, because that's how you're actually going to achieve your why. So you need to execute the plan.
0: So then is that why you say people have to get out their comfort zone, do things that are not normally what they would do, because that's too easy. If you want to achieve greatness, you got to come out your comfort zone and try something new.
3: So. Let's let's use an experience that everybody, well, almost everybody has gone through, right? Learning how to walk. When you're a baby, it's outside of your comfort zone, right? Like if you're crawling, for, for you to walk, it's outside of your comfort zone. But the only way that individuals grow is by taking a risk and stepping outside of your comfort zone. So, you know, the baby stands up and, you know, they fall down, they stand up again, fall down until walking becomes something that they become good at. So the only way you grow is by stepping outside of your comfort zone. So the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. When you're in your comfort zone, you're not growing. In fact, you're actually dying because you have so much potential that you're just letting waste away, right? So you take LeBron James, for example, right? He has all this talent in the world. Imagine if he doesn't take himself outside the comfort zone when he goes to training or outside the comfort zone when he's playing a game. He has, he has the potential, he has the talent, he has everything to do it. But if he doesn't step outside his comfort zone to actually then do it, mm. we won't have all these highlights that we see because he didn't actually grow into his potential.
0: He, he got comfortable. And when you get comfortable, you get stagnant.
3: Exactly. It's like water. Where you see a lot of mosquitoes and it's dirty and it's filthy, it's stagnant water. Mm -hmm. But water that's flowing is fresh. It has life, you know. So it's it's the same concept right there.
0: Okay, I like that. We need to be we need to be water, constant moving, fresh, new. Be the new flowing. Yeah, always be that new spring. All right. Well, you know something. It's time for me to get you out of your comfort zone, my friend. We're gonna play rapid fire. You ready? Sure. All right, let's go. Favorite song before you jump on stage.
3: All I do is win, DJ Khaled. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, if you had to cook uh, a special meal, what are you cooking?
3: Um, I-, I honestly don't cook. So, I would probably bake a cookie. <laughs> Cuz I have a cookie company.
0: Yeah, there you go. Favorite sport? Soccer. Favorite TV show?
3: I don't watch TV, to be honest, unless if it's a soccer game.
0: Okay. Favorite
3: movie? Favorite movie? The Kingdom, Jamie Foxx.
0: All right. What's your hidden talent?
3: My hidden talent? Um, I guess I can dance.
0: There you go. But I don't really
3: show it. I'm I'm a borderline introvert extrovert. So... I tried to hide certain things.
0: All right. So get invite him to a wedding and see him, see him brook out. That's what we're going to uh, do.
3: What, what I'll actually say is that I actually um, got people like, you know, making a drain on me at a wedding when I actually decided to step outside of my comfort zone and show them my moves.
0: See? So it actually did happen. There you go. Get out your comfort zone and good things happen. All right. Last, last one you are going to meet a new client that wants to you know join force with you and buy buy some cookies all right but they said let's go to karaoke they bring you to karaoke and you have to impress them what song are you going to sing on karaoke on stage
3: well to be honest i'll first kind of like get a sense of who they are and fill them out right because you have to build rapport Uh, but i'll obviously go to a song that i'm really good at a song that i know lyrics too so i'll probably go with um you know something by notorious big so maybe hypnotize
0: oh see there we go (laughs) on that note we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna be right back at home don't go nowhere because maybe i'll get him to sing a couple of lyrics when we get back stay tuned
3: (laughs) do you want to achieve your dreams and ambitions hi i'm carlene grant and i'm a life coach A life coach is great if you want to achieve something more in your life. If you're ready to move forward, launch into something greater and live your life of excellence. Let me help you get there. You've got this. I'm Carlene and I'm ready to be your life coach. You can call me at 647-746-7243 or Carlene at OntarioEnrichmentCC.com.
0: Members of Local 79, who work for Bridgepoint Toronto Community Housing and the City of Toronto. My name is Zalima Young, running independently in the elections as your Vice President Equity. As a strong, passionate, dedicated leader that continues to advocate for the members for this local since 2009. Check out my Facebook page, Zed Young, space, the soul of the local. Vote Zalima Young, Vice President Equity.
2: Hey, it's okay if you're driving or too busy to take notes. Charles has your parachute packed with all the info you need to jump into success. Check out the links section for all the tools you need to land safe. Now, let's keep falling with Charles and his special guest.
0: Yes, we are live back with my special guest. And uh, please reintroduce yourself, sir. I am Kudabiza, the African dream. There you go. Now, let's talk about your business because now, you know, you, we kept talking about the cookies and now I'm, I'm getting hungry. So Let's talk about your, your business. Tell us some more about it. How can we get involved and tell us where you're located?
3: Yeah, so Believable. it's a mission-based cookie company. So for every cookie that we sell, we donate a meal to uh, people in need through our partner, Soup Kitchen. So it's really a one-for-one model. So there's nothing more beautiful than when you're eating a cookie, someone is having a meal. So you can buy us at uh, nunbelievable.com. So it's N-U-N-B-E-L-I-E-V-A-B-L-E.com. Um, and again, it's, it's a one-for-one uh, model. And uh, we're based in New York. Our cookies are baked in California. But we ship all across the U.S. and hopefully pretty soon we'll be in Canada and the rest of the world.
0: So I love that concept. So when you're when you're eating, someone else is eating.
3: Yeah. I mean, what's more simple than that? Right. You when you eat, you're also feeding someone. So so it's it's a, it's a very interesting model that that we've created. But we, we really realize that there's a big hunger issue in the U.S., and, you know, you can't really leave it for government and you also can't just leave it for nonprofits. Everybody has to be a part of this. So we wanted to create um, an a, a, a platform where, you know, us as entrepreneurs, plus our customers and retailers can can all join in and, and make a difference.
0: So then how can we as an outside co- people help you? What can we do to help, you know, hunger is... You know, we don't. We we think about you know people on the street, but sometimes people that are hungry are not on the street. There could be somebody, your coworker, sitting beside you. It could be little kids, classmates, or little kids sitting there and not knowing when you see them, they haven't had a meal in two days. They didn't have breakfast or lunch. You know, hunger yeah. hunger is not visual. You know, you don't see somebody and go. Yeah, he must be hungry or he doesn't have no food.
3: Well, it it depends with the type of hunger, because then there are some cases where you become so skinny that it becomes visual. But I do get your point. Um, There are many ways you can help. You could do a food drive, for example, right, Um, and go donate uh, the food to the soup kitchens. You can support brands like Believable, who have a social impact. So when you buy our products, we're also donating. So that's another way you can help. You can volunteer with your time. A lot of these soup kitchens need people to come and help serve the guests. So, you know, if, if you have time and you want to go out there and really be on the front lines, I know it's a little bit difficult with COVID right now, uh, but that's something else you could do. So, so you know, I would say those are the top three things that people could do. Obviously, a food drive, go volunteer, you know, or buy products that have a social mission addressing hunger like an unbelievable those are the three easy ways uh, that I would encourage people to do.
0: All right. Um, and then
3: the last one, which is a bonus one, is you can actually make a meal and then give it to someone in need.
0: Yeah, it's all about helping each other. So my last question before I let you go, my friend, is if you can go back to that younger you, uh, you know, trying to make that first money, what would you tell yourself?
3: Dream big. As simple as that, you know, Um we are, to, to a large extent, uh, a result of the dreams that we set for ourselves. I wouldn't be in America if I hadn't set that dream that I want to be here, right? I would have been probably okay with just being in Zimbabwe and doing what I was doing. But because I had a dream, um, it it pushed me to do things that I probably wouldn't have done otherwise. So I, I would tell my younger self that, hey, instead of dreaming of feeding a million people, dream about feeding a billion people, right? Because then you start thinking of things that are probably things that you're not thinking about right now because you've dreamt big. So, so that would be it.
0: Listen, my friend, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on my show. You've, great, you've sent out great messages to everybody that there's nothing that can stop you. All right. And before we go, tell everybody where they can get your book.
3: So you can get my book, The Spear Method, on www.spearmethod.com. So spearmethod.com is the website you can get my book. So you can connect with me. You can learn more about the work that I do. And you can also buy the book.
0: All right. And it's going to be in the link in the description. My friend, thank you so much. And before I let you go, any shout outs, anybody you want to say hi to that might be listening?
3: Mommy and daddy, I made it. Love (laughs) you to my wife.
0: I was waiting for somebody to do that. Thank you, my friend. (laughs) All right. Take
3: care.
2: Thank you for listening. If you liked the show or have a comment, we would love to hear from you. Join our mailing list. And as always, check out our special deals links below. I hope this has inspired you to look at your life
1: and jump. See you next week. Hey, hope you had a
0: great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback. So please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.